Hey, Mighty Warrior, you know the great John Wesley once said that if you give him 300 men who fear nothing but God, hate nothing but sin, and are determined to know nothing but Jesus Christ crucified, he said he would set the world on fire. Do you know that one quote changed my life? Because after hearing it, God immediately gave me a vision to build a team of 300 men who would change the world for Christ. But I didn't realize it at the time that a man is the hardest thing to reach. And if you don't believe me, just ask any pastor or men's ministry leader or even a wife. <laughs> Now, due to the success of our Real Men Connect podcast, we've managed to reach and teach men all over the world in 43 countries and still counting. But John Wesley knew when he spoke those famous words, just like Jesus did, that there's a huge difference between attracting a passive crowd of men and recruiting a committed team of men. So we decided to launch the Real Men 300. The Real Men 300 is an opportunity for you to join an exclusive team of men who've agreed to financially partner with Real Men Connect to be personally mentored, supported, and coached so they can be professionally trained and equipped to mentor, support, and disciple the next generation of men for Christ. So we want to personally help you grow in Christ while you're supporting us in ministry. We're a nonprofit organization and we rely heavily on your financial support. So we're asking you to consider partnering with us by giving at least $30 a month, that's only a dollar a day, to help us help you be the man God called and created you to be. To give or to find out more, just go to realmen300.com. That's realmen300.com and join the 300 today. Welcome to Real Men Connect. Are you ready to be the extraordinary man, husband, father, and leader God called and created you to be? Then get ready to receive wisdom and guidance from some of the country's most respected men of faith as you learn everything you need to know to go from good man to great man God's way. No judgment, no shame. Just real men with real challenges seeking real change. All for God's glory. Hello, mighty men of God, and welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast, where we help good men become great men God's way. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Martin, and every week we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Each interview session is packed with practical, proven biblical principles you can immediately apply in your relationships, on your job, and in your community. And men, it's that time again where we have a female guest on the show. And it's a female guest that you may be familiar with. Her name is Dr. Michelle Watson. And Dr. Michelle Watson is a national speaker, author, professional counselor for 21 years, and the founder of the ABBA Project, a ministry to dads with daughters in their teens and 20s. She writes guest articles regularly for journals and magazines, online and on print, as well as her own bi-monthly Dad Daughter Friday blog. And in 2014, she released her first book titled, Dad, Here's What I Really Need From You, A Guide for Connecting With Your Daughter's Heart. And she's the host of a weekly radio program in her own hometown of Portland, Oregon, beautiful Portland, Oregon, I may add, called The Dad Whisperer. And like I said, if Dr. Michelle's name sounds familiar to you, it should because she's a returning guest. And Dr. Michelle was a guest on our show back in episode 178. That's 178. Talk to us about what dads need to know about their daughters. And even though it's rare when we have women on the Real Men Connect podcast, Dr. Michelle was a fan favorite. I still get emails, Michelle, from people asking me about that episode and some of the things that they learned. And guys, if you missed that interview, please go back and listen to it. I'm still being blessed by the wisdom that she shared with us. And I'm so excited about having her back on the show again to talk to us about a more specific topic this time when it comes to our daughters. And that is how to date our daughters in a way that prepares disciples and nurtures their heart and their spirit. And I can't wait to talk to Dr. Michelle about it. So Warriors, please help me and 
welcoming back my friend and the one and only Dad Whisper, Dr. Michelle Watson. Welcome <laughs> back to the show, Dr. Michelle. Oh, I love that. Thanks, Joe. I'm glad to be back. And I'm glad to have you. I tell you, you're, your show is one of the favorites that I guess I'm always, I find out that they quote a lot, uh, especially when you put me on the couch that day <laughs> and was helping me out with my daughter, Faith. But anyway, Dr. Michelle, I, I'm so happy that you're back on the, the show with us today. And I can't wait to dive into this particular topic because you know I have a teenage daughter. She's getting ready to turn 16 by the time this podcast may come out, this episode comes out. Um, but you know, I know that the um, the daddy daughter dating thing may be foreign to a lot of men. And I mentioned that you were back on our show back in 178. But before we get into that, I know there's some guys out there who are listening who did not hear about your story. And they can always go back and listen to the details and to your amazing testimony. That's episode 178. But could you give them the ESPN highlight version of how you got into ministering to men, particularly dads with daughters? Sure. Well, it was a random December day in 2009 where I was, you know, reading in Luke 1 and chapter 2. I think a lot of us read in that part of scripture for that time of the year, right, about Jesus being born. And it was a day unexpected, but I just heard the Holy Spirit communicate the heart of the Father to me when I got to Luke 1, 17, where God told Zechariah that his yet-to-be-born son, John, would help turn the hearts of fathers to their children. And I just heard the Holy Spirit say, Michelle, that's what I want you to do. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Ministry to men? <laughs> I was 49 at the time. You know, so again, I'd, I'd been a seasoned, if you will, uh, you know, minister to, you know, teenage and 20-something girls. And I'm like, to the dads? What on earth? And two days later, I was blow drying my hair. And I just heard the name The Abba Project. Abba meaning daddy in Aramaic. And men love a project, right? And so... I, I was like, okay, you know when it's God speaking because it sticks, right? So the next month, January of 2010, I wrote 11 dads whose daughters at the time were my clients in their teens and in their 20s. And I said, would you want to join me once a month for six months and see if there's a change in you, your daughter, and your relationship? And Joe, 10 of the guys said yes, 10 of the 11. Crazy. I had people tell me, men do not add more to an already full plate. And when I ask dads, why do you do this group? They say, because we love our daughters. And truth be told, Joe, between you and me and the fence post, it's that dads oftentimes, once their daughters hit adolescence, teens and 20s, they're like, I'm really lost. I was tracking really well when she was younger, but now it's a bit more than I can handle with emotions and words. And they want to defer to mom. But I say, mm -mm, here's what I've observed in eight and a half years of traveling to Mars. Because now the ABBA project, we went a year that first group. Now I, I've honed it to nine months, September to May, once a month for a couple hours. And what I've found is that these men, and you can tell me if this is true on your planet of Mars, I've discovered men would rather do nothing than do it wrong. But I say doing nothing is doing it wrong. And I know you want to do it right because I've had over 100 men do this. There's been a group in Virginia this year. A new one is starting in Washington um, in the fall. And so more and more, these are, this is growing. And I keep hearing men say, yep, pretty much. Yeah, I'd rather do nothing than do it wrong. And so what I'm doing is from my planet of Venus is I've gi I'm giving dads scripts that they can read to equip them on their once a month dad-daughter dates. And if the words that I put in their mouth that they ask their daughters bomb, I say, perfect. 
just blame me and I'll be your fall guy. Right. Like I know, <laughs> Dr. Michelle came up with that question. It's super lame. I'm like, yep. And then go to the next one. So that's really where this started. I honestly would have disqualified myself with this assignment, but I think that's how we know it's a God thing, right? Because we're like, me? I don't, I think you got the wrong girl. But I'm telling you, Joe, it is my passion. I will do this to my dying breath. I mean, even in January of this year of 2018, I was invited back to Washington, D.C., first time there, to meet with the second in command in the Department of Health and Human Services with the Administration to Children and Families Division just to have 10 fathering experts in the nation. And I went, how did I become one of those? Just to talk about fathering and the importance of making this more of a focus across our nation. So I'm telling you, it's it's been interesting, even since you and I talked last, to see doors God is opening, because I believe God wants to turn the hearts, not just the heads of fathers in this nation and specifically for me, it's toward their daughters. Right. You know, and Dr. Michelle, you know, we're going to get into um, dating our daughters and how to do that. But, you know, you touched on something that I think a lot of men can relate to because you focus primarily um, on dads of daughters, um, you know, who are young, well, teenaged, about 20 years old. And All you, the way through the 20s. I oh, yeah. Even through, that's right. Through their 20s. Yeah. That's right. That's because right. A lot of dads think, oh, I launched her. I'm done. And I'm saying, no, 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 no. She hits so many things once she's out from under your roofs, dad, that she needs your continual support, counsel, wisdom, encouragement. And so that's why I target 13 to 30. Okay. Now, but Dr. Michelle, let me ask you this before we get into those questions about, you know, dating our daughters. You had mentioned that typically when, you know, daughters are following us as they're younger, but then when they get into those teenage years, there's tend to be that disconnect. Why do you think that causes so many problems? You alluded to it a little bit earlier, but I want you to go a little bit deeper into that. What causes that problem and that break uh, between dad and daughter around that particular age? Well, the two things that I've found is that it has to do with more emotional, more verbal. And there's a guy in my field of psychology named Eric Erickson. And he, you know, he, again, he's not living anymore, but he was a social psychologist. And he says at every stage of development, there's two things that are working themselves out in relation to each other, this versus this. And from 12 to 20, he says that the stage of development, and I won't do the psychobabble words, I like the casual layman's terms, is who am I? Where do I fit? So in that struggle for girls around that age where they're trying, if you will, trying on different outfits in the dressing room of life, they're like, "Ah, I don't like this. I don't like that. But they're figuring out who they are and where they fit. But it's a messy process that tends to have a lot of meltdowns, a lot more emotion, a lot more attitude, a lot more words. And it oftentimes floods dads. Right. They're like, whoa, I'm here in headlights. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say here, mom, you go in, you're a girl. But many times they don't realize how important they are to their daughter's development. And so I'm saying, dads, that's why I get that it's harder right then. That's why I'm targeting that age. I want to partner with you so you can be the hero you want to be and that your daughter needs you to be. Right. Absolutely. Now, Dr. Michelle, let's jump right into this. You know, we keep throwing around the terms dating your daughter, and that's kind of like a buzzword in in the men's community, in the Christian community. But uh, it may sound like like a foreign term to a lot of men out there who may be listening. So can you give us some context by describing what dating your daughter actually means to men, and so they can get their minds around it? Sure. 
I'm so glad you asked that question because the story that pops into mind was about a year ago. I was interviewing three girls. Two of them were in fifth grade and one of them was in sixth grade, right? So depending on ages, we're talking about 11, 12, right in there. They literally were so funny, Joe, because they looked at me and they're like, gross. You don't want to date our dads. That's sick. And it was funny because the dads in my group have never said that they've had a problem with that term. I thought, oh my goodness, that was good feedback, right? And I said, well, what would you girls rather call it when you, they're like, either like a dad-daughter hangout or a dad-daughter, you know, like, I, I, they were lost too. They were like a hangout or something. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know why that doesn't have a ring to me, but Again, so if if dads are saying that seems like a weird term, I'm like, well, join the troops. You know, we're all saying it may be a weird term, but truthfully, I haven't come up with anything better. I'm like an outing. That sounds weird. So let's just call it a date. But yes, we need to define it. So you think about what do you do on a date? Because again, we think romance, right? Like a guy pursuing a woman. Well, truth be told, that's dad's what you're doing here with your daughter. You're pursuing her heart. What happens on a date? We do something fun typically, right? Go back to when y'all dated some woman or your wife now or your girlfriend now. Don't you come up with ideas of what would be fun to do together? Don't you actually talk? Don't you actually have physical connection? Now, I'm not talking about inappropriate, but I'm like, you might hold her hand or put your arm around her or let, let your daughter put her arm in yours, right? Where there's safe physical touch. Don't you also often turn toward each other and actually look at each other? That's what I'm talking about in a dad or date. It's time together, quality time. You're looking at each other and you as a dad are initiating, pursuing her heart. So that's what it's really about. Oh, Dr. Michelle, that is great. I love the way you, you phrased that and put that because I think they can really grasp that and understand that. You know, it's funny. Maybe my, my daughter is the exception. She loves calling daddy daughter dates. She says, Dad, when are we going to go out on a date? She'll tell she'll tell her friends, everybody. <laughs> I've had a lot of the dads in my group, over 100 now, say the same thing. Their daughters love that. So I think dads, you get to establish the non-creepy factor, right, of calling it that. You know, and what I realized, too, is that uh, a lot of the girls who, when they hear that concept being thrown around by even their teenage friends, they start getting intrigued by it and they want to learn more and know more about it. At least when I speak at, at education venues and I may mention my daughter in a story and I'll say, oh, we're out on a date and we're doing this. It's like all the girls want to know about more about that. You I mean, you take your daughter out on dates, you know, that kind of thing. So obviously it's not that repulsive to them. Right? Yes. Good point. <laughs> I, I absolutely agree with you. Yep. That it's an awesome thing for a daughter to say, wow, my dad actually set time, you know, set time aside for me. Or the other thing is I've had daughters say, I can't believe he canceled something in his day to take me out to lunch. I know he has a busy work schedule. So sometimes it's even when dads rearrange their schedule to make their daughter a priority that regardless of the semantics of whatever you call it, it's that you're doing something intentionally and consistently. I've had dads that go, oh yeah, I did that one time when she was in fourth grade, but they haven't done it and she's now in high school. Consistent is a real key part of it. So dads, if you start this, come up with a rhythm. You know, maybe it's a once a month thing. That's what I encourage dads to do because we as girls really lock into rhythm to consistency, to routine, because we look forward to it. 
So dads, come up with something that could be your thing. It might be one Saturday morning a month or something like that because she'll love it. You know, and Dr. Michelle, we're going to get back to that in a second because you're kind of getting a little bit ahead of me, but that's great. But I want to go back um, and just for the man out there who's listening and this, he's never taken his daughter out on a date before. Um, what can you tell him? How can you explain to him why this is so important? Because I was discipled and taught this by a man who was mentoring, coaching me because he has five daughters and three, no, um, three daughters and five sons. He has eight kids. And so he, this is, he told me this is how he spends time with his daughters. But for a lot of men, they hadn't been taught that. So why is it so important that we take our daughters out on dates as, as, um, fathers? Well, if you look at the research, Joe, it's incredible. Because these are things that I can guarantee you, even as the oldest of four daughters, I never knew this. So meaning when I went to Bible college, I never heard it. I've never heard this in a sermon. I've never heard the statistics in even my psychology, right? I have a doctorate in in psychology. All through my master's, I've never heard what I'm going to tell you right now. And that is the research that supports that daughters who feel connected to their dads, and I'm going to give you a list here. Right. Men tell me we like bullet points. I'm like, okay, I told you I'm bilingual. I can speak Martian now. Listen to this. This is the backstory, the backbone to why dating your daughter is important, because daughters who feel connected to their dads. What's the emotion word in there? Feel. Feel. Yeah. Feel connected to their fathers. They do better in school. These are just some of the things they're they tend to get better grades. They're more likely to finish high school and attend college. They experience greater self-esteem. They have significantly less suicide attempts. They have healthier relationships with men. They have less body dissatisfaction and healthier weight. Are you kidding me? They delay having premarital sex, meaning obviously then there's decreases in teen pregnancy. Okay, come on now. Would a dad ever have thought that a proactive strategy to keep his daughter from running around with guys With time with him, that's what the research shows. I mean, I could go on and on, report less depression, lower rates of substance use, drugs and alcohol, more empathy. They display more empathy and pro-social behavior compared to kids with uninvolved fathers. So you getting are you getting my point of why this is so important? The research confirms daughters do better in every area of their life when they feel connected to their dads. You know, and if that's not enough to convince a dad, I don't know what is. And the data, like you said, is out there. It's all over the place. But you mentioned the key word is feeling that connection. And it's important for her to feel connected to us. And we're the first man that's in her life that's so important. So that's a, a, another foundation thing to build on. And um, you mentioned you just mentioned that you were one of four daughters um, yourself. man. But on the last show, you mentioned your dad was a pastor. At least he went to seminary, I believe. You had mentioned on last show. Now you were the old, you're the oldest. Did he ever um, engage you guys by taking you guys out on daddy daughter dates? Great question. He just to say one more thing before that is my dad grew up on the south side of Chicago. I think I shared this a little bit last time. So three different last names among the seven kids. You know, poor part of Chicago, south side. No model. No, not only just no role model of what a dad looks like, but it was very negative, like an alcoholic dad that, you know, beat them up and that kind of thing. So really came to fathering with no template. So he had a teachable heart. So when he went to seminary, yes, he was a pastor for 20 years. So we moved up from the Bay Area to Portland when I was in fourth grade is if a guy said do this, he would go, 
okay, guys, we're doing family devotions now because someone would tell him what to do. Well, some mentor gave him the idea of meeting once a week. And he did this with me and my sister that was two years younger. I think he started when I was 12. Uh, no, about 13 where we would meet every other week for about an hour with my dad. And we did something called a life notebook where he would come up with things to teach us about. Like I had a lot of fears. So we did a week on fear and that kind of thing. We did it on the meaning of my name. So what was interesting is it wasn't as much always dating us one-on-one where we would do things out, like go to a restaurant. I think that's more of a more recent construct. My dad spent time pursuing my heart that way. And even to this day in my adulthood, I'm 58 now, my dad and I will do grocery shopping, we'll go to Costco, I know, expensive date there. (laughs) And then we do dad daughter selfies where we take, you know, pictures of us putting crazy things on our heads that are there at one of the grocery stores by our house. And it's just about it doesn't have to be expensive. You know, I think if dads think they've got to put a bunch of money in there, I'm like, to tell you the truth, the thing I enjoy is that we get to be silly or we talk and catch up. It's not about expensive dates where a lot of money is put in there, but it's fun to have those every once in a while. I'm not going to lie. So yeah, that's what that relationship looks like. You know, and I'm glad that you brought that up, Dr. Michelle, as far as how your dad did it, because typically, you know, we like to define what we think a date is. But I think the key thing that you're mentioning here, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that is really not about the word date, but about you being intentional about pursuing her heart. And that can come in looking that can come in many different forms. Like your dad was very creative in that way. Well, have, cause I've never even heard of that before about having a, a journal like that and then having questions that you had. I've never even heard of it, which I think is a great idea. So it doesn't necessarily have to be the traditional sense of what we see today. Is that correct? Exactly. There's lots of variations on the theme. And if you don't know what to do, right? Sometimes dads are like, okay, literally I had no template. Nobody's talking about this. I think really what's interesting, and I'm not saying this just as a plug for my current book or my next one that I'm starting in two weeks. Oh, okay. (laughs) The book that I wrote not only is decoding daughters to their dads, but in the back I have eight questionnaires, if you want to call them, for dads to actually have a script in front of them on their dad-daughter date. Because the truth of what I've come to understand about Martians, right, men are from Mars, versus Venusians, is that a lot of men bond over doing things together. Women tend to bond, I know that's a generalization, more over talking. And so a lot of men say, wait, we did things together, right? I took my daughter and we went putt-putt golfing. I often hear daughters say, what I loved almost more was that afterwards we had a milkshake and we talked about a problem I was having with a friend or what or with a guy or whatever. Because talking is the way to our hearts. For us as girls, when we open our mouth, it opens our hearts. And if you do the math, I have a thing in my book where I'm like, okay, God, I call it dads, dudes, and duds, where I'm like, look at the dud. He knows, because he may be a player, how to get her talking. And he cares and he listens and he draws her out because he has an agenda. But you as a dad don't have an agenda that's negative in any way. You just want to know her and pursue her heart. So dads, a key thing on the dates is not just doing things, but it's talking. And that's why at the back of my book, I've got the questionnaires. Like the first question on the first questionnaire is that the dad would ask his daughter, what item of clothing would you like to see me get rid of? <laughs> like, let her make fun of you. 
But then it gets into questions on self-image and body image, which I've had dads go, that is really uncomfortable. I'm like, come on, look at the research. She's going to have a healthier weight if she talks with you about these things. So my next book, Joe, is going to be an entire book of scripts for dads where they have the questions right in front of them so that they're empowered, right, to build their competence and their confidence to lead the conversations with their girls. So I'm going to have it broken up into topical, you know, kind of scripts on different areas about body image, spirituality. Some of them are in the back of my book, but I'm going to do a lot more so that dads have that in their hand as a guidebook, as a playbook, or I'm calling it a manual, right? A manual. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in their hands. The, the current working title, I don't know if this is where it'll land, but is the, is the say it right, get it right, do it right manual for dads of daughters. Oh, so, that, that is I, awesome. That is awesome. I want you in the background whispering, here, dad, say it like this. Watch how she opens up. Don't don't give away your source. I'll just be in the background. But you know what, Dr. Michelle, you're right on point because I know, um, you know, I've been taking my daughter out on dates now for the last, I guess, three and a half years, um, being more intentional about it. And I enjoy what, you know, she enjoys what we're doing, but I really enjoy the opportunities that we get to talk while we're doing you know, right. and so, yeah, so I, but because but my background is in communication. So I love the engagement. I love the talking, but I know a lot of guys are not like that. And like you said, I have a bunch of scripted questions. That I don't even get even get to ask because it's because the time goes by so fast, but it allows me to be able to connect to our hearts. So you're 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 right on point there about us being doers and you know, with them being talkers and my daughter loves talking. <laughs> so, so all yeah. I do is ask the right question and she will go off. That's right. That's right. Did I just hear you say you do plan ahead and you do bring questions? Oh yeah. I already know what I'm going to ask before we even go out on a date. <laughs> so. Oh, on now. so look at you are mentoring the men that are listening here and you are because did you see that kind of model with your dad? In pursuing your heart or your no, sister's? No, not not at all. Not at all. And, and there was no intentionality around it either as well. Look at that. In your generation, you're turning it around. And I'm, I think that gives hope to every dad that regardless of the hand you were dealt from your dad, you can learn how to do it different. Because that was my dad. No template. But then some guy, whether it was a teacher, a mentor, a pastor would say, hey, do this. And he'd come home. This is what we're going to do. And I, I think I want to add one more thing. I don't know that men, it's, it's always in their sweet spot to be incompetent. <laughs> Am I right? Like, so you don't want to maybe let your daughter see that you don't actually know what to ask her. And I'm saying, dads, you got to trust me on this one. It is endearing to us as girls where you are there with your book in hand. You can even write down the answers to the questions that she says, I say, your daughter didn't come with a playbook, but you're going to write one. And that's what I want my next book to be. It's like the actual playbook where dads are writing down the responses that their daughters give them. Because then the daughter is sitting there going, what I say actually matters to you? You're kidding me. Maybe she doesn't say it, but she's thinking it. Because you're saying what you say has value to me so much that I'm taking the time to write down what you're telling me because I don't want to forget it. So I love that you're talking about the intentionality prior to the date. So dads, bring my book with you. Write down your own questions ahead of time and bring it with you. Your daughter won't see that as a loss. That'll be a win to her heart.
You're, you're absolutely right because she looks at the fact that you care. I remember one time my daughter was in my office and um, she, I guess she was, I don't know what she was looking for, but I said, oh, just go to my file cabinet and just, you'll find it in there in the file folders. And she came across something that she had given me, some artwork or something in it. And I didn't, the way she responded, like, you kept this? Yeah. And you actually, you kept, I'm like, because she couldn't even stand it after she looked. I can't believe I gave you that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You kept it. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal, but to her and to her heart that, wow, he cared enough to keep something that I gave him that cost me nothing to create, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And so you know, you're right. It's that intentionality. Let's even flip it the other way that when dads, you even on your date, say that you wrote her an affirmation letter or a love letter or something you just want to affirm her, you can give, read it to her and then give it to her. And I had, I have dads do that in my group. And let me tell you about a guy named Scott, his daughter, Katie, 22 at the time. And he's given me permission to share this. So he goes home and reads her the letter. They had had not a great relationship prior to the ABBA project. So he reads her the letter, just telling us about it. He's tearing up. He's, you know, tears are coming down his cheeks. And he's, I said, did you cry when you read it? He goes, yes. <laughs> and I go, good. She saw your heart. That's awesome. And he said that when she got the letter, he handed it to her after reading it. She said, I'm going to go put this in my affirmations box. He goes, you have an affirmations box? Never knew it. She goes to her room, brings it out to him. She was living at home for just a little few months there before she moved. So he capitalized on connecting with her heart. She puts the letter in there and he said it was kind of a double whammy because I was glad she saved it and felt it was worthy of being saved. But then he added, it was the only thing in her box from But then it got even better. What you said just reminded me of the story. He said he then told her he's a fire chief here in Portland. So, you know, leading men at leading men. He said in my bag, you know, like in his work bag that he hauled back and forth from the fire station. He said in the bottom of it and he pulled out a couple pictures that she had drawn him. One of them was when she was 12. And it was a picture of the firehouse, of him doing his work. He, again, was tearing up over that one. He said, I had no, she had no idea I had saved that. So he said, I guess my bag is my affirmations box where I save things from you. So you're right. It went both ways, both ways. Man, that is awesome. Now, you know, and as you're sharing that, Dr. Michelle, I'll go back to something that you said earlier when you were trying to def- you know, get us the, the context of what dating your daughter looks like. And you mentioned about how. Um, if you're pursuing a woman, your wife or whoever it may be that you're very intentional about it and you're doing things, it is the same way with your daughter, except that you know now the relationship is re- that you don't have any ulterior motives other than to win and know her heart. And because I'm thinking now of a lot of things that I do with my wife, I'm thinking I've noticed that my daughter noticed it. So I just do it for her, too. Mm-hmm. You know, the leaving the notes, you know, and affirmations and that kind of thing. I said, well, I'll do it for my daughter as well. And so it's the exact same thing. So I'm hoping the men real, I'm hoping the men out there listening that this isn't complicated. If you've ever pursued a woman's heart, you can pursue your daughter's heart. Yeah, you got it in you. And let me tell you another story that's really powerful. I just had eighth grade girl Maggie, she's 14, on my program. We just recorded it a couple weeks ago. And her dad did the ABBA project. So a year ago, right now, her life was really falling apart, right? She was drinking. She was cutting. She was experimenting with, you know, a lot of things. 
and she was distancing herself from her parents and now admits suicidal thoughts. Oh my goodness, right? 13 years old at the time. And dad can't get in to her heart space. Maybe there's a dad listening that goes, this sounds really good, but you don't understand. She won't go out with me. I've either bombed out the bridge with my anger. Maybe you have a divorce situation where there's bitterness and negative things being said about you. But I want you to hear this story because I hope that it gives hope is that Maggie found that her dad was doing the group. So he's like, wow, I can't believe she was saying, I can't believe my dad would do this for me. So she started saying to him when he said, what could I do to better our relationship? She said, I actually would like you to talk to me five minutes at the end of my day. So he did, he started and it started taking more and more time. He said the longest they ever spent was 90 minutes together. But she said that she learned, she's now talking a year later, she learned to open up with her dad in a way she never had. So she said when her dad said, let's start doing a once a month dad-daughter date, here's her direct quote. I just pulled this up for our interview, Joe. Here's her quote. At first, I thought it was weird. <laughs> she said, but then my dad started to ask me questions that were personal and nothing like we'd ever talked about before. So literally, month one, it's the script in the back of my book starting with what item of clothing would you love to see me get rid of? But then it moved into things like, what colors do you want in your wedding? Where would you like to get married? What do you think your dress will look like? Like dads don't ask those questions. So she says it's nothing like we'd ever talked about before. It felt really weird and really good all at the same time. We were connecting just in those first few questions in that first month. I felt already way more connected. Did you catch the word? I didn't even tell her to put that in there. I already felt way more connected after that date. And that just overall was more fun between us. And it's like we were having a really enjoyable time. After that first date, I really wanted to do more with three exclamation points. Wow. There you go. <laughs> wow. See, that's what I'm talking about, man. And, so, and I mean, the men out there who are listening, guys, this is not rocket science. We can do this. Um, and we've had other men like who are working with you, Michelle. They're sharing these stories and the daughters are sharing stories. And they're letting you know that it's not complicated and it's not expensive to do. But Dr. Michelle, let me ask you this. Is there a good or better age to start taking your daughters out on dates? And and you mentioned about, about once, I guess you say once a month is, you know, is pretty decent. But is there like some rules of thumb that you go by? Or is there no rules to this? There's no rules. I'd say as early as you can start, you've maybe seen, you know, videos on the internet where a dad brings the doorbell and he dresses up with a suit and tie, right? And she's three. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm just, I'm saying dads, the earlier you start it, I really believe it sets a foundation before her teenage years where her peers for a season are going to be more important than you. And then typically she'll swing back around, but yep, the earlier, the better. And, and what about I, the back end? <laughs> yeah, on the back end, I was going to say though, it's never too late. So if a dad says, well, she's 35 and married and has her own kids, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, think I can start now. I'm like, why don't you try it? Let me know. Write me at Dr. Michelle at the dad Write me. You will find you're never too. We as girls, we're never too old. You're never too old to start this. Because even a couple weeks ago at a conference, I had a dad come up and ask that he was saying, oh, I've never really pursued my daughter's heart very well. And there's water under the bridge. And she's married now. I think he said she was 46. And I said, Well, let me tell you this, I still go on dates with my dad. 
I love that he pays for it. I love that we go to somewhere fun because when he pursues me, it's way different than me asking him. A lot of girls go, eh, I'm not going to ask. But what I said to the dad is your daughter probably loves watching your investment in her three kids. He goes, that's true. I said, but when you take her out separate, it's her own thing. It communicates to her heart that she has worth and value to you. It's not just that her kids have worth and value. And he goes, that's a really good point. And I could tell Joe, he had never done it. I'm like, it doesn't matter if she's in her, you know, in her little age of life all the way up to I'm 58 and I still love it. I'm like, we're never too old. <laughs> you know, and Dr. Dr. Michelle, and I keep thinking to you because everything you just bring back a lot of memories now, now stuff starting to make sense now with me, even me and my daughter, I, I watch now that sometimes we don't even do anything elaborate or do anything spectacular. But the fact that she likes the fact that we're doing it without mommy around. You know, that her mom is not there. It's just me and her. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I mean, don't you think when you, when you're, I love the quote that I love to tell dads, you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be present. And so when you show up and give of yourself with your time, I mean, that's how we as girls, I think actually sons are the same way. And even in adult relationships, you know, that we, I just heard a dad say it this way. We we spell L-O-V-E, like we, how we spell love is T-I-M-E. So when you give quality time, I think some dads day, say, at least I have a chapter in my book on this, where you might say, dad, you know, we don't have quantity time, but we have quality time. I'm like, uh, no, it doesn't work like that. We need the quantity of time as well. Even if it's, because what I'm saying to dads, this I keep saying this over and over, is 10 minutes of your undivided time and undivided focus is better than 60 minutes of divided time and divided focus. So if you're like watching the game with the remote in your hand and you turn it off and then at commercials you turn over to her, no, no. If you want to be a great dad, expect to be inconvenienced because you know she's got going to have a meltdown in the last three minutes of the fourth quarter. Of <laughs> That's right, the game. <laughs> Give her a message about when you turn that off and say, you know what? I'll watch the highlight reel later or I T-voted or whatever. Expect to be inconvenienced, but that's how you win your daughter's heart and make her less vulnerable to the dudes and the duds that have an ulterior motive. You know, and Dr. Michelle, we, we're running close to time and I want to at least squeeze in two more questions for you. Okay. And I'm going to start um, with one that's tend to be on the negative side, but then we're going to end it with a positive. <laughs> okay. Love it. Go for <laughs> because it. Because you've been giving us a lot of great nuggets here on things that we need to do. But for that man out there who um, is going to take his daughter out on a date and spend some quality and quantity time with her intentional, uh, what should he avoid doing on dates with this da- on a daddy daughter date? Things he should not do, mistakes that he needs to avoid at all costs. That's okay. Seriously, this is this is a key question to ask. I'm so glad you focused on that. Do not use that as a time to confront her, to lecture her. I think sometimes dads may not realize that they're doing the majority of the talking because they have things they need to bring up about school or boundaries or rules or curfews or how they're relating to their siblings. And I think to make this a time that's literally about fun about connecting is key because I think the mistake is if she anticipates that this is where you get her alone one-on-one in a car and she can't get out and you're going to confront her, criticize her, right? 
either address things, she's going to not want to do it anymore. So I would make that a separate time and make the date only about connecting with her heart, making it fun and becoming an expert in your daughter. Because you do that at work, you become skilled in a certain area and that's how you become an expert, right? Because you do it more. Make it your goal, dad, to become an expert of her life at that stage and that age because then you will have more data going forward, right? Because you'll go, oh, I, that's why she was in a bad mood last Wednesday. I was, I jumped on her, but I just now had time to hear about how that day and that afternoon, one of her friends went to another friend and they made fun of her outfit and she was devastated and on and on it goes. So make it a time to ask good questions and maybe dads say, I don't know what questions to ask and I don't have time to get Dr. Michelle's book. Dad, just ask her, even you could do the basics. How's it going at school? How... How's it going with your friends? How's it going at home? Is there anything that I could do to be a better dad to you in this in this season of your life? You know, those kinds of basic questions will get the conversation started. And then you've heard me teach this. Maybe I can't remember if I said this last time. Did I give the questioning to learn tool? Yes, I believe you did. You sure okay. did. So yeah, for dad, they, they, yeah, go back to 178 and check that episode yep. out. Yeah. And all it is is Listen to what she just said, because remember, if we're saying dad's on the date, learn to ask good questions to draw her out so that you become an expert is listen to the key word of the sentence she just said or the last word. If she says a really long thing, you're like, I don't even know what to say next. But keyword, she might talk about choir. Oh, OK, I can't remember what she said, but I'm going to go back. Tell me more about choir. What's been happening in there? What song? Tell me more about what you're doing in choir class or something like that or or keyword or last word, she would go, and it's so frustrating, dad. What's frustrating about it? See, so that's how you keep the conversation going. You know, and not Michelle, it makes me think now, again, every time you, you come on the show, it brings up a, a lot of things make sense to me now with my daughter. And, and see, and I think she gets excited about going on a date with me because she thinks I'm more fun on a date than I am at home. <laughs> but now it makes sense because when she's at home, I am confronting, I am lecturing, I'm doing, yes, and then yes. I stop all of that when we go out on a date, and it's all about her and getting into her world and learning her heart. And I mean, we have so much fun. I mean, I actually enjoy being away from the house with her than being when we're at home. <laughs> so, I love it. You need it too. Yeah, I need it too. So it goes both ways. Now we only got a short amount of time, but I want to help the guys out because we try to keep the show um, super practical, and you getting us a lot of practical tips today, but I want you to share some ideas and I'll even jump in there too with some of the things I've done with my daughter, daughter as far as taking out on dates is ideas that men could steal from us today that they can use to take their daughters out on date. You mentioned your dad taking you to Costco's um, and grocery shopping and taking these selfies. That is great. What other things can you share? And I'll even jump in with some of the things that I've done with my daughter. Well, I, you know, a lot of, you know, the basic and probably the most obvious is that you do a food thing. You go to a restaurant and you eat. So pit, let her pick the place, right? Let her come up with the idea of where she likes to go, even if you don't like the food. You can make it, you know, kind of a mystery. I have some daughters that really like the surprise factor. So it's like, dad, you pick the place, you decide where you're going to go. I think another thing is whatever she's into at that stage. I've even had some dads do where you pay to go do a painting. 
you know, a lot of places now where you can go do a group class where you paint, you could do ceramics. I've had dads take their daughters to bookstores and buy a book, or you could read if she's younger in the children's section, read a bunch of them together and pick out one that you buy her to take home. Um, but I think it's all about finding what she's into. Like, what have you done that's been fun? Wow. And, you know, and you mentioned some of the things I've already done with her. And so this is great. So I'll add some things that maybe um, that is not more common that they may not be thinking of. Um, and, and I got to tell you, I'm just confessing. I don't even like doing it. All right. And it's, it's mall walking, mall walking, um, taking my daughter to the mall and we and we don't shop. We just walk through the mall and we look. And she would try on things. Daddy, what do you think of this? You know, <laughs> that kind of thing. And so that's a date. And it costs me nothing because we rarely buy anything. It's just more so just hanging out. Like you said, just hanging out together. Um, some of the things we do, uh, uh, we do binge watching on Netflix when it comes to her favorite shows. Um, and of course, they need to make sure it's age appropriate for their daughter. My daughter's a little bit older now. But I get into the shows that she gets into. And I got to tell you, Michelle, I'm watching shows now that are making me very nervous. But at the same time, it ends up being great discussions about it. Because like you said, I get into that mode of let me ask her questions about it as opposed to being a dad and lecturing her about it to get her understanding. So that's some of the things we do. Also, uh, and this may not be for every guy out there, but we do um workout videos together like Zumba dance stuff. And a lot of guys may not like to dance stuff, but she likes to dance and she likes to dance with me. So I don't mind doing those type of things with her. So we may do some of that. And also, I like to take her to her favorite place where she likes to eat dessert, which is um this place called Sweet Frog. So if your daughter has a, a favorite dessert that she likes, and I mean, we just go there just to sit, eat and talk, you know, in addition to the restaurants, I'm trying to think of anything else that I may have left out. Oh, walks um through the park. Um, we have a lot of parks here in Chattanooga, Tennessee with a lot of rivers and everything. It's a beautiful city. And so a lot of times we just stroll and we'll walk for miles and walk back in like in a circle back to the car. And we just spend a lot of time talking. So, so those are some of the things that we do in addition to some of the things you mentioned. Let me add one more idea. Sure. That, I mean, just and it might be obvious to some men, but on your way in the car to wherever you go, let her pick the music. Because when you find out what your daughter's listening to and what she likes, you're going to have more insight. And I have had so many dads say the best conversations are in the car, you know, where you're side by side and you're not looking at each other. So dads, even be intentional about the, the time to and from the destination, because that's even a key time to connect. You know, you're right on point with that. I know um, we have about a maybe a 40 minute com commute to her school when I've taken her to school and we use it for devotional time. Um, in the car. But here's the thing, Dr. Michelle, I let her pick the devotional that she wanted. And it was one that was written by this female for um, for um, teenage girls because she's speaking their language. And I would have her read it while I'm in the car. And then I would just ask her questions about it. And that will be the discussion. You're right. So it's leveraging that time. And so we've reached the end of the show, Dr. Michelle. This is great. And I, oh, I want to just thank awesome. you again for coming back on the show and doing this again with us. You know, I love to bring you back on. Even when you come out with that new book, I want you to back on the show again. You don't mind, do you? You got it. You got it. Well, I, I mean, my passion in life is to equip dads to dial in intentionally and consistently to their daughter's hearts. And Dr. Joe, it's been a joy to talk with you. And I'm so excited that we could have this conversation. And I trust that it will help dads to become more competent and confident 
in their role as a father of daughters. You know, and I know it will. And Dr. Michelle, quickly for them, how can they find out more about you and the ABBA Project and how to connect with you? What's the best way to do that? Sure. Yeah, they can just go to my website at drmichellewatson.com, D-R-M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, watson.com. They can always, I mean, there's a link to write me. There's the podcast links to iTunes for the Dad Whisperer or my blogs. They can sign up for my Dad Daughter Friday blogs, which are every other week. And so it's all there. Yeah, And I get those too, by the way, and I love them. They are fantastic. So I'm encouraging the guys to do that. And guys, we reached the end of our show. And please, if you can, we're going to put on um, Dr. Michelle's um, contact information in show notes so you guys will be able to follow her or reach out and connect with her. But do us a favor and please go to iTunes and rate the program, especially this particular interview that I've done with Dr. Michelle. If you liked it, tell us about it. Let us know. It only takes about 30 seconds to do that. And it's the best way to get this program in the hands, ears, and hearts of men just like you. And please don't keep us a secret. Share us with your friends. Guys, you made us number one for Christian men in iTunes, and we appreciate it. So keep on sharing, downloading, and subscribing to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Joe Martin, your man builder with realmenconnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man that God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in God's grip. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Real Men Connect is a listener-supported podcast, and we're now the number one radio podcast on iTunes for Christian men. If this podcast has blessed you in any way and you'd like to help us continue to bless and transform the lives of even more husbands, fathers, sons, and leaders, please prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. Just go to realmenconnect.com and click on the donate button. And may God bless your faithful giving.